Hello! On this episode of Deep Shots, Wade and I discuss the major show announcements from the Big Mouse Corporation on their streaming service, Disney+. Plus. We take a deep shot on which Star Wars and MCU shows will be hits or bust. Deep Shots, Disney+, Plus. we start in one, two, three. What's in the box? What's in the suitcase? What's in the box? Deep Shots. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another exciting episode of Deep Shot. It's me and Wade here. How you doing, Wade? Good, buddy. How are you? I don't know. I don't know if it's proper to say me and Wade. That didn't come out right. It didn't sound right. You want to start over? No, no. I was just <laughs> to talk about. I guess. Well, yeah, it would be Wade and I, but that's all right. Wade and I, me and Wade. Yo, maybe I got Yoda on my mind for some reason. Yeah. Yes. Yes, there there is a good reason for you to have Yoda on your mind. Uh, we are recording this uh, a day after this incredible slate of Disney uh, properties uh, have been announced at some investor forum. They had uh, just mind blowing the amount of stuff that uh, this the Disney company is coming out with, and you know, even in the midst of the pandemic, they are just rolling this stuff out and, and you know we'll see it seems like all of it's going to come to fruition um they seem serious about it enough but uh it's it's pretty amazing not just even beyond the 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 star wars and uh marvel stuff that they announced it's it's insane uh, they're gonna roll out harrison ford in a goddamn uh, wheelchair for another <laughs> indiana jones movie it's just crazy yeah but let's uh just this is our first emergency podcast. We saw yes. this announcement and said we have to get on and talk about it. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I just kind of want to talk yeah. through them all and just kind of take your temperature on, on these and, and see, you know, see what you think and whatever, because I have some definite takes on some of them. So, yeah. So before we get into that, so I wanted to ask you, um, and I think we've talked a little bit about it in previous episodes, but is this, I guess I have two opinions that are kind of contradictory to each other. Is, is there a potential to just totally burn this, burn this out? Like there's so much they announced yeah. in every form of visual media, like it's cartoons and movies and television shows. And I mean, is it just, um, well, my, my first thought was, Oh my God, how am I, how am I going to watch anything else but this? Because there's so much stuff that it seems like it's just going to take over my life and, and what, and what's going to happen to Netflix shows and HBO shows, because I, I, am I going to have time and I, I, you know, I, I see my time dwindling by the day that I have, you know, to, to watch entertainment, um, just due to life. Well, don't and, you think, don't you think that the Apple no, I'm sorry, not Apple, but HBO and Netflix days might be numbered now that the big boys are rolling up their sleeves and getting into this game. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think Netflix, I mean, again, if they, if they had such a head start, it's hard to say that they um, don't you know that that they that they're that they're being left for dead or that they're being hung out to dry but I, the the sheer amount of just you know 
IP that Disney possesses um, and, and that Netflix doesn't. Netflix, you know, they, they're, they're now, because now they're getting rid of Friends. Well, not they're getting rid of, but they, they were outbid for Friends. They, they Office is not there. Seinfeld didn't go there. All these shows that kind of grew Netflix with, with the, the millennials who just turned on Friends and just let it run in the background, that's gone. And so yet they now, in their original programming, they don't have the Marvel stuff anymore. They had the Marvel shows for a while, the Daredevils, the Jessica Jones and what have you. That's all gone. So now they're left with just the stuff that they create. And, you know, to be honest, outside of a couple of shows, I I personally don't go to Netflix anymore. You know, there's, uh, I, I mean, I was really into Mindhunter. That's not coming back. I was real. I really liked Glow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I missed that. Why Mindhunter's not coming back? They're yeah. not doing a third season on it? They, uh, they basically, I'm not, I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know all the details, but it sounded like it was uh, too expensive for Netflix and didn't get enough eyeballs. Um, and again, it's, it's odd to think what gets eyeballs and what doesn't get eyeballs and and how Netflix count things. You know, they, they come up with these outrageous numbers that 78 million people watch that movie extraction you know, and, but, but they don't say, did they watch the whole thing or did they watch the first three minutes? You know? Um, so, you know, they have this top 10 list, which is mind boggling to me. Sometimes I look at it and there's just weird, like weird that, like that, uh, that Waco documentary that you were talking about, which was on Paramount network and then finally hit Netflix. And suddenly it was in, and it didn't do, it didn't do, jack when it was on the paramount network it didn't get any buzz at all but now it's in the it was in the netflix top 10 a couple of months ago and you know it's it's just very odd but anyhow what i was getting at is netflix doesn't have i i would say the the depth of shows um even though the catalog is ridiculous and you could scroll for days and 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 not repeat it um it it doesn't seem to have just that cachet show that at least in in my mind um, anymore. So, but and HBO has is try is trying to develop that. And they've got Succession. They've got, um, you know, they just had Lovecraft Country, which a lot of people liked, and you know they're trying to replace Thrones. They you know so they have that. It's it would seem like, you know, Disney is is trying to buy themselves you know the 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 lead in this race but uh, it's it's interesting i you know i don't think all of these streaming services can survive but uh it's hard to say which one it will be i think you know apple has too much money behind it to fail but yeah. they seem they you know they bought scorsese movies they're they they've got three scorsese movies coming um well i um i think that I don't know that it's going to be a fit like Netflix won't fail. I think the model is going to be that they're going to get bought out. They've just developed this such a big production ability. Um, and for what it's worth, the amount of programming that they're able to produce so quickly, I think a Disney or an Apple or uh, isn't there another one coming out? That's um, well, I mean, Pri- Amazon prime. But 
so you know, and Amazon Prime will always be propped up by Amazon because that's not going no, away. No, there's so. a new there's a new one, um, a new streaming service that was coming out. Uh, I got to think about it. Well, there, there, um, doesn't matter. So um, I think the, the the trick will be is will Netflix get bought out by somebody else and take some of the programming and and at least buy the people that are doing it. Well, and, and um, Apple, Apple would seem to be the most likely suitor because, you know, Apple doesn't have all the content. They, you know, they have this kind of prestige brand of content. They, they kind of trickle things out here in dribs and drabs. Um, and obviously they've got more money than God. Um, but they don't seem too interested in it from what I can tell. They, you know, they're kind of happy with what they're doing and, um, you know, because Prime has their their deal, Disney obviously has their whole deal, and they, and they've got way more than just the entertainment side. Obviously, with the parks and the cruises and the hotels and uh, the you know even the the television, the ABC, the ESPN. Um, so, I the, you know it would make sense to me for Netflix and Apple to team up in some way, but I you know again I don't know that Apple thinks they need Netflix either. So I think the weirdest thing out of all of this is how dormant cable companies have been they they just seem completely stuck unable to adjust or do anything with this onslaught and i don't know that there is anything but i think long term they're just not going to survive oh yeah for sure they're definitely not i mean they, oh. but they're not doing anything i guess everybody's coming to that conclusion but where's like charter communications doing something about it i don't know if that company still exists but yeah, well, I mean, Comcast is what is that owned by NBC or do they own NBC or it's one, it's vice versa somewhere in there. So, I mean, there's Comcast is still a big kid on the block, but yeah, I it, it's it's these streaming services or or bust. I mean, that that's where that's where we're headed. But anyhow, we 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 came here to talk about uh, the the Disney announcements. So again, I just wanted to kind of run through these. Uh, just give a little bit of details, what I know about them, and uh, and just yeah. kind of take your te- kind of take your temperature on them. Um, so uh, we'll start with the the Star Wars stuff because uh, you know we're both uh, grew up uh, Lucasfilm junkies, um, specifically the Lucasfilm ones, not the uh, Kathleen Kennedy ones. Yeah, <laughs> well they're they're still called Lucasfilm even though they are underneath. Uh, Kathleen's watch but uh yeah so so I'll be, if you if you haven't have you have you caught up on Mandalorian yet uh first episode is down I got oh. that one done okay well there's two spinoffs coming from the Mandalorian uh yeah Rangers of the New Republic which is uh the G, gonna be the Gina Carano show and probably I would assume Carl Weathers as well um and then Ashoka which is uh you know the she has spoiler alert she has appeared in this season of uh mandalorian so they did a little backdoor yep. pilot for her um yep. with rosario dawson um those are going to be helmed by guys that are running the mandalorian right now and obviously it's going to be set in the same timeline as the mandalorian so they're probably going to do crossover events and and what have you mando and grogu will probably appear on one of those shows and you know they they'll they'll all cross pollinate each other across time but uh, what do you, I mean? What do you think about this expanding of the Mandalorian universe? Um, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. Like I said before, Favreau at the helm, he seems to 
so he seems to care for the stories a little bit more and he knows how to balance seriousness, some humor and the lore of what you and I, our generation took from star Wars. So I think, um, you know, if I had to pick which one I'm more interested in, I'm a little bit more interested in, um, Oshaka, uh, with, um, Ashoka, sorry. I I got her from Clone Wars and I'm always going to screw up some name in the podcast. Um, I just, you know, the, when they start getting into the Rangers of, um, star Wars, I, it's just it, it's getting too niche too in the weeds yeah for me um but yeah i think like i said that team uh with led by fabro uh, i'll i'll give it a i'll give it a a quick look and see whether or not yeah. it's gonna hold my interest i mean i'm excited about both these the 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 ahsoka episode of uh of the mando which you haven't got to yet is incredible it's i mean it's one of the best episodes they've done um so and they set up some some pretty cool things at the end of that episode uh moving forward um and the the rangers of new republic yeah i would say i'm a little skeptical about it just because uh while i like uh gina carano and and her character a lot in in mando i i I don't know about her carrying a show she's kind of kind of wooden and uh, I don't know if laconic's the right word, but kind of, I don't know. She just, she doesn't seem very comfortable at times. And so again, leading the show might be, might be tough, but you know, any, any more of, again, if they've got uh grief carga, my boy, Carl Weathers uh, in that show, I'll, I'll watch it just because I love his enunciation of, uh, of all words in that show in Mando. Well, I think too, I mean, I, they're going in that direction of having women leads, right? And this just yeah. follows that that formula. Yep. So the next one uh, is one I had heard heard was coming, um, and knew they uh, they had been talking about it. Is the uh, the Rogue One spinoff series Andor with uh, Diego Luna, who played uh, Cassian Andor in the Rogue One movie, um, and mm-hmm. it's going to be written it's going to be written by Tony Gilroy, who wrote a lot of. Uh, uh, Rogue One. There was, you know, collaborative effort there. Um, supposed to be descri- It's described as a spy thriller, um, and uh, in the obviously in the Star Wars universe, and that's already in production. Um, there's, uh, yeah, and uh, Mon Mothma is going to be uh, reprising her role in that movie, the the same one that was in, in Rogue One. Yeah. So this one actually, um, if done right, I think could be something interesting. The universe that Rogue One created fit really well with the whole Lucas um, vibe. I, let, let's put it that way. Um, and I, you know, they could do a lot with with because they set him up as dangerous, right? He's dangerous in Rogue One. He's willing to kill for the cause and and do some things. So I look that. That's a good formula to me. Yeah, it, what struck me just, and again, I, I thought about this early on when in Mando was um, Rogue Rogue One. You know, out outside of obviously the original three movies, seemed like kind of the most faithful adaptation. And again, it was you know supposed to be set in a time very close to the other three movies, 
but they did a, a an excellent job at Rogue One of of kind of that blockiness uh, of the sets and 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 what have you that that really made it feel like a Star Wars movie. You know, the the prequels yeah. obviously had a totally different tint because it was um, a, you know a different age of the show. Um, but yep. Mando same thing, and and again maybe it's just because Mando was set shortly right after, after Return the Jedi. But yeah, the, the, I mean the feel of those shows and the looks of those shows are are, are what you know. I could I can pause a, a, a frame and just look at it for a while. I remember that one shot in Rogue One where they had the the guy up on the tower and and he's watching a ship go by, and it's just it's very similar to shots in when ships were flying out of Endor in uh, in Return of the Jedi, and just that feel. And I and obviously I'm hoping they bring that to this uh, Cassian Andor show. Um, the feel and look, you know, just being so faithful to the to the original Star Wars movies, it's it's nostalgic, uh, no doubt. But uh, I just love it. Yeah, I it's Rogue One really is on par with me for Empire. I mean, Empire gets a little bit more just because it was Empire is one of the greatest movies ever made, quite honestly. Um, but uh, it, there's very little in Rogue One that you can point to that isn't Star Warsy, like the from the original trilogy um they're willing to do like i guess the the thing that it has is a freaking story that yeah. doesn't have a whole shit ton of holes you know and I, it, you know i look back at it like with I, with a little bit of sadness because i was so excited for after that movie i'm like yes this is the right decision they're going to take these movies in the right right way and and these last three just fall flat on their face compared to that movie. And, and so, yeah, am I interested in uh, this uh, spinoff? Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. I think that's coming summer or fall of next year. Um, so the next yeah. one uh, perked up my, my eye a little bit. And that is, again, a, a show I knew was coming, but there's some details here that we didn't know. Uh, that's Ewan McGregor reprising his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Um, But what we didn't know is that they're, they're going to apparently feature Darth Vader and Hayden Christensen is reprising his role um, that he's, you know, I guess he spent five minutes as uh, on film as, uh, as Darth Vader. Um, Five minutes, two movies. uh, No, in the, in the actual Vader suit. Like so that so that's where I don't understand why you have to cast. So I'm assuming yeah. that they're going to be going in a lot of flashbacks, building on their relationship. Why why else would you cast him? Yeah, well, <laughs> okay, your yeah. cast here is your black suit that nobody can see you in, yeah, and we're well, going to voice over everything you say with this 90 year old guy. I mean, well, no, I, th- I, I mean, I think I, in that the 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 couple of the last couple of seconds that no and and you know where's Padme that that was Hayden Christensen with you know with a with an effect on his voice obviously um no no that's not true is it really in the in Revenge of that's, the Sith when that's Earl Jones's voice see, so Hayden Christensen it's a great story because I actually really like Hayden Christensen the, the way he behaves around the Star Wars stuff is just He's super classy, and I think he did a, a pretty damn good job. I know you disagree with me on the prequels, but 
given what he had to do and the and the role he had to play, I think he does a pretty damn good job. But the story is that he wanted to be in the suit so bad. So he goes up to Lucas and he says, George, Mr. Lucas, however he addresses him, I would like to be in the suit in that scene. And George says, of course, no problem. And then when when it comes to the voice, they defer back to George Earl Jones. So he gets to be in the suit, but doesn't get to use a, did I say his name wrong? I said George Earl Jones, but it's James Earl Jones. That's okay. Earl James. Shit. Uh, yeah, so Earl. He, Earl, whatever. Uh, yeah, so he, it's a pretty, um, pretty good scene. Yeah, good, no, I. Pretty good. Ex- I'm excited to it. I just, when I sit and think about it, how many stories could there be? Well, we'll see, what I thought, be, the, yeah, what away, I thought this show. Away. Yeah, so that's what, what I thought this show was going to be was, uh, Obviously, uh, uh, you know, a younger Obi-Wan Kenobi, obviously, you know, following right after Revenge of the Sith, uh, just on Tatooine, you know, running around and, and, and making sure that he protects Luke. And, um, you know, maybe, obviously, he, maybe he gets off the planet here and there. But also, I thought they were going to have the tie-in from, again, the show I don't know, but what I know happens. Uh, is you know some of the some of this um Darth Maul stuff that they kind of sh- they brought up in the solo movie. So I you know it's 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 odd to me that they uh that they're going to have Vader because you know it it just seems it, again I'm just if if somehow Vader's in this and he know and he's going to find out that Kenobi's on Tatooine how, how does how does how does Obi Wan how does he, how does Obi Wan stay alive, you know, with basically no protection other than the Force, uh, uh, you know, for whatever twenty years until Luke grows up? It, it doesn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So yeah, maybe it is going to be flashbacks, but but the but the announcement literally says Hayden Christensen returns as Darth Vader, not Hayden Christensen returns to his role as Anakin Skywalker or, you know, so I, mean, I think it's one and the same, the media. I mean, you, if you want to do a headline, you don't say, Hey, Christensen's back as uh, Anakin Skywalker, you say back as Darth Vader. So I think yeah. that's what it's going to be is you're going to have these moments on uh, Tatooine where Obi-Wan is sitting there and he's pondering those clone warriors and you're going to flash back and it's them two running around and, then it'll cut to like Darth Vader trying to find him or something, and he's killing somebody. And I, I, I don't, I don't know how much story you can have over a babysitter that can't be seen as a babysitter. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention to you though, my, what are your thoughts on them bringing back Darth Maul? I mean, that is such a fanboy move for them to do that, and I well, think it discredits the story in. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's the first movie? Man, my name's Phantom Menace. So bad. Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace. I think it discredits that whole. Like, well, when you well, watch it's... Phantom Menace and you watch Palpatine, you just realize that Palpatine will sacrifice these goons that he has mm-hmm. anytime, any chance he can get. 
And when he survives that fall, you're like, come on. Like, he doesn't. Well, the beautiful it's, it's, part is that he's dead in in the grand scheme of the story, because it signifies that Palpatine just doesn't give a shit. Well, it's it's definitely a problem that Lucasfilm has. They don't. They'll never kill the baby. Kill their babies. I mean, look what. Well, shit. Sorry, I'm gonna spoil something for you, but you know, Boba don't. Fett. Boba Fett is not dead. Um, yeah, I knew that. Uh, um. You know, uh, obviously Maul didn't die. They they faked you out and and they tried to kill Chewbacca, but he wasn't dead. You know, the Emperor right. not dead. Um, it's, they it's such they, a bad model. Yeah. Um. They you know, and Maul was you know the coolest thing from Phantom Menace. So just like all the fanboys wanted Boba Fett to be alive, all the fanboys thought you know, oh he just got chopped in half. He he could have survived that. And, you know. Yeah. He did. Yeah. For um, the record, Qui Gon Jinn is the best thing in Phantom Menace, by the way. Oh, Not okay. Darth Maul. Yeah. Come on. Uh, so the next show is uh, an animated series, uh, and I, I think it plays off of the Clone Wars. Uh, it's called The Bad Batch. Um, yeah. It's uh, again about so a bad batch of clones who kind of become, I guess, rogue stormtroopers. Uh, I'm, I'm so, but they're going to be on the. I don't know if they're going to be on the rebel side or the uh, the empire side. I would assume on the rebel side, um, but yeah, it maybe like kind of like a dirty dozen. I don't know much about this one, but you know, kind of like a dirty dozen uh, group of uh, clone troopers running through, uh, causing some havoc. Have you watched Clone Wars? I'm starting to watch the Clone Wars. I'm about halfway through the first season, and I've seen a lot. My kids watched all of it, so I I know a lot of the you know the plot of it and, and what have you but i've just never ma- made it through it myself so i'm uh yeah I'm, I'm trying to be a better uh a better uh lucasfilm slappy by doing that yeah i agree i think bad batch is just going to be um continuation of clone wars uh i'm hoping that they take the best parts of clone wars the parts that move the story and are are, are kind of show um the complexity of Anakin and, and his relationship with all the rest of the Jedi and all that stuff. And that's really where clone Wars shines, but um, you know, it's hard. It's going to be hard with all of the volume of star Wars to like bad batch. I could just see like, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice that one. I'm going to watch these other ones mm-hmm. for us, you know, being old men, I think yeah. I can give that one up. Yeah, the next one was the one that that uh, I you know seems like it it might be the it's probably going to be the the craziest, um, and that's called it's called Star Wars Visions. Uh, did you hear about this one? It's a series of anime short films, um, you know, and again, it's going to be visions of the Star Wars universe uh, through the eyes of uh, these you know I guess known anime directors. I don't know much about anime, but uh, there will be 10 fantastic visions in all. Um, again, Star Wars seen through the lens of anime creators. So I don't know that much about anime. I've only really seen two anime movies that I know of. And, and maybe I've seen more when I was younger, but I just don't remember them. They didn't make a mark on me. Uh, the first one was Akira, which is really just a bizarre movie 
the anime in it or the art in it is amazing um but the story is really kind of wacky got to really pay attention to it um definitely don't do it high because it, it'll take you on a ride um the other one that um is actually one of my favorite movies of all time take the anime part out of it is is um ghost in the shell uh ghost mm -hmm. in the shell is a phenomenal phenomenal movie the story is incredible the art's incredible the music is incredible it's just a beautiful film um so i think star wars can work in anime i mean sure why not i don't know if you saw um it, this wasn't a movie it was a show called robotech um that was a show that i watched when i was a kid i have the dvds now but i haven't watched them um that's a great great show that's anime and has kind of the same it's planes and spacecraft and all this stuff so i think they can do a lot with it now will it pique my interest will it be like oh i gotta get these anime movies down so i can you know i think there's a saturation level where you're gonna be picking and choosing i'm much more interested in the live action shows than i am this one but hey you never know somebody could make it into a great ghost and shell short that's star worthy um but when you think of that for when you say that formula off the last segment that they keep bringing back foes that they kill off like it just when you say that and it sits on you you're like man it's just the formula the death star blows up build another death star death star blows up build another star killer planet it's just how, why do we watch this stuff? I don't like when you start mapping this thing out. Does this mean all the characters that got blown up in the Death Star blast in Rogue One somehow survived that? Uh, were whisked away by some light speed craft that is able to load people? I mean, in this universe now, I guess it's possible. It's just, Nobody's ever dead. Man. But oh, yeah. it's speak, speaking of, I forgot a big one when I was going through that list. Uh, C3PO. We, again, we thought he was memory erased, and you know they they brought him back too. And which brings me to the brings me brings me to the next show, which is uh, supposedly an R two D two and C three PO show called Droid Story. Um, I don't know when it's going to be set. I would assume, you know, uh, sometime during the normal Star Wars universe. Maybe maybe it'll be between these last two. Uh, you know, the the between the the originals and the the sequels, but. Uh, uh, and it's going to be live action, from from what I know. Um, so to but, me, this is, this will be a fail. This won't last. This one won't last. Uh, do you remember uh, Saturday morning cartoons? There was a droids. Yes. Yeah. Star Wars cartoon. So this yeah. is the live action version of that. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not too hype about it. I I was never a huge C3PO guy. I, you know, R2D2 was cool, but you know, again, you have to have C3PO to interpret his bleeps and bloops for the most part. And right. uh, you know, I think um, and maybe BB-8 will be involved in this, and and that'll that'll you know, BB-8 was pretty cool, and you know, was a little spunky and what have you, but. I, yeah, this one, this one doesn't, you know, they're, they're just, what are they going to be doing? They kind of just moseying through the universe and, yeah. you know, um, like R2-D2 always does just kind of like fails <laughs> upwards and, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't really, uh, well, Luke Skywalker's not here. We got to turn you guys off, power down. Yeah, exactly. Like, wait, we got 29 more minutes of show. Yeah. Uh, it uh, just reminds me of that campy part in uh, new hope where, 
the uh, two droids are ejected onto Tatooine and the stormtroopers are looking for them. And the one stormtrooper finds like an O-ring and he's like, look, droids. Look, sir, droids. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> Why does that tell you there's, what are they, losing parts? Well, and again, you can't just find their tracks. Like they, I know. They... <laughs> I mean, anyway. R2-D2's cruising along on wheels and sand. It's just not. It, it's, I mean, I guess there's wins, hey, you know, maybe cover their track. You get a pass. That's the original one. So you get a pass. You get a pass. So uh, here's another one. Again, originally, um, the, uh, the the announcement I saw was that Donald Glover was going to be returning, but it's a, a Lando spinoff series. And now that I think they've backed off that. So I don't know if it's going to be Billy D. Williams, Donald Glover, you know, so old old Lando, young Lando. And again, in the last meeting, they seemed to make insinuations that the, the Lando was going to have some sort of future interaction with that, the younger black girl um, uh, that uh, was a, what was she? She was like a, she was a, you know, refugee on another planet or what have you ended up riding the horses with, with John Boyega on the, on the, on the deck of that ship. I don't, I don't know. There was a lot going on in that rise of Skywalker, but yeah. so I don't know. Like we don't, horror, I mean, you like that movie. Yeah. Riding horses on a spaceship. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, this one, I mean, I really, I actually, you know, I, I really liked uh, Donald Glover's Lando. Um, you know, yeah, it was a so little, did I. It was a little campy, but I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, so, you know, thought it was well done. Yeah, what I didn't really, what drives me nuts around Solo is the uh, droid that is like in love with him. Oh that's man, that's great. So- that's. Phoebe Waller Bridge. So creepy. Is, Phoebe Waller Bridge is one of my favorite actresses, and you know she, yeah. she uh, my great that great show Fleabag. I love that, but yeah, it, it was a little weird, you know their their relationship. Weird. Just when you just program that right out of her. Sorry, I don't, I don't want you to flirt with me. That's weird. Yeah. So yeah, the next show I wanted to talk about uh, that they announced. Um, pretty interesting. Uh, they titled it the Acolyte. Um, it's from uh, R- Russian Doll creator uh, Leslie Headland. Did you watch Russian Doll on uh, Netflix? It's uh, oh. kind of a Groundhog Day-ish show. Um, really well done. Oh, you know what? I have seen it. I'm sorry. I'm, I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, okay. She, yeah, she wrote and uh, directed, uh, I think, a lot of that. But this show is a mystery thriller about the emerging dark side set in the High Republic era. Uh, so the High Republic era, uh, again, I, I, I played a couple of those video games. I, I don't remember which ones, but that's, uh, the, was which the Galactic Republic was said to be at its height. It was also a golden age for the Jedi who were more significantly active throughout the galaxy time of explore expansion and exploration in the outer rim. So cool. any, uh, any, any reaction to that, uh, to that announcement? No, I, I don't really know enough about it. I like yeah. it better when it's connected to something. Yeah, it's Speaking definitely... of video games, though, and I, I'm, I could have missed it, but it would have been cool if they would have said, and we're going to do these video games in support yeah. of these shows somehow. But they, for whatever reason, they can't, they, they've yeah. struck out a couple times on these video games over the last couple of years, and I think they're definitely afraid of it. Yeah, I, it definitely wasn't part of the announcement. And 
you know, I think, I think that's the, you know, the, the video games is even a smaller, you know, portion of what Lucasfilm is doing. So, you know, they were, um, you know, more focused on the, the, you know, the bigger properties. So yeah, Lucas uh, doesn't even, they just, uh, license the rights out. Yeah. They don't do anything anymore with video games. Yeah. So the next one was uh, pretty interesting, which was uh, they announced a feature film to be directed by uh, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins did uh, Wonder Woman, uh, that movie Monster with Charlize Theron. Uh, it's also involved in, uh, obviously, Wonder Woman 84. Um, you know, did a lot of TV directing uh, before that. But it um, looks like they're so going to have a... surprised me a little bit. We're going to have a wedge show. Maybe it's uh, or a wedge yeah. mo- uh, movie um, this called Rogue, me Rogue, a little bit. Rogue Squadron. Go ahead. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Um, so third time, this one surprised me a little bit because I thought this one had the best avenue for a show, and that they're only going to do a movie out of it is a little underwhelming because I think. A rogue squadron, you could do kind of like a, a Battlestar Galactica almost. Um, here are these rebels on a big spaceship, and they have to keep using their squadrons and the rogue squadron out mm-hmm. on different missions, and they're being chased by um, the Empire. And you could have really developed a cool cool show around that i think you could have really built wedge's character if it's wedge or whomever's character maybe have some dependent relationships a movie again they're gonna kill somebody bring them back later uh there's gonna be a big planet that can destroy other planets or some. you know it's gonna be the same formula where they could have dove into some characters i don't know that's just my impression i think they're missing out on a solid show opportunity here versus a movie now i guess they could spin off a show off the movie but um what are your thoughts yeah i i, I kind of agree, agree with you it might it might have been you know depending on what the story is but yeah it seems like that that's something that they could develop into uh you know kind of like a, a cop show but it's obviously a a group of fighter pilots uh you know going around the galaxy um but, you know, maybe it's just one or two missions, just kind of like Rogue One, just a series of two or three missions that are, you know, going to be very important in the the Rebels' cause or, or what have you. So, um, but yeah, apparently it all, the which will, this movie will be about Rebel fighter pilots and recalls the name of the far too difficult to pilot video game series about the squad led by Luke Skywalker and Wedge Antilles. So. I, I never game. played that video I, game. I watched, read that game. I played that video game. Yeah. It was on the GameCube, I think. Yeah. Um, so then there was uh there was also a uh they it, this one was a little bit more nebulous, but uh they're gonna have a uh they, they announced that Taika Waititi is going to be directing a Star Wars movie. Uh Taika Waititi did uh you know Thor Ragnarok, um He's obviously doing. He's doing the the next Thor movie, the, you know, the Love and Thunder. He did Jojo Rabbit, um, and uh, he's also behind this the great show on uh, Hulu, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, or at least did the original movie for that, and that was that was based on that. Um, 
he's also my the the the, the voice of Korg, my favorite um, MCU character. Mm-hmm. Hey man, what's this show? What's this movie going to be? You think is they, it going to be Ragnarok, Star Wars? I, you know, it could be anything. But they, uh, they obviously they haven't uh, didn't give us too much on that. So you know, I'm I'm yeah, excited about this just because what because what Ragnarok is, but uh, I think uh, I think it could be good. I don't want that to happen to Star Wars though. For some reason, I don't want it to be comedy. <laughs> ah, you know everything. It does enough comedy. on its own to poke fun at it. You know, I mean, you know, just think about Mando when you know they they had the. 10 minute segment of those bike troopers. And it was, you know, Jason Sudeikis and Adam Pally, uh, you know, the, the scout troopers on the, on the speeder bikes and they're, you know, they're not shooting the cans and they're beating on baby Yoda in the bag. And I, you know, that was, that was good. That was funny. I think Taika Waititi might've directed that episode too. So anyhow, do you think? I think, I, I believe he did. Um, so, okay. Uh, that's about it for the film stuff. I mean, obviously, uh, Indiana Jones is, is, uh, under this film umbrella. We're not talking about Willow. Wait a minute. We're not <laughs> going to talk about Willow. No, I'm Seriously. not going to talk about Willow. I, I don't know anything about Willow. I don't, I didn't, I didn't watch that, but a Disney plus series. Val uh, Kilmer's over. reprising his role. No, I oh. don't know that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the Indiana Jones movie is going to be directed by James Mangold, who, uh, I'm a fan of James Mangold did the, uh, that Logan movie. Um, they're passing the torch here, right? Yeah, I would assume so. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Maybe, you know, Harrison Ford will do those movies till he dies. Um, talk about a great movie, Logan. That is just, wow. What a great, that, that's a podcast that we should do. Logan. Yeah. I I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. gritty cool movie so overall what uh, you know what's your again just just on the star wars stuff what's your what's your feeling is it is it too much is it uh and it, again my, my feeling is they're probably gonna these are all gonna be you know six to eight episode shows some of them miniseries some of them series that i'm yeah. i'm assuming they're hoping they're going to be three to four years but i can't imagine that they're ever at least for the next two years going to overlap any of these you know they're probably you know maybe the marvel and the star wars will overlap but I think they're going to space these out so that you don't get, you know, that overload. Um, but Well, I mean, I don't know if you can be a Star Wars fan and, and not be somewhat excited. Let's just say excited, not somewhat excited. Excited for Ian McGregor and Hayden Christensen reprising those. I mean, that's really the show, right? I mean you're not as big a fan of the first three that I am. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's possible given the last three, but I, I I just think that's, that, that has the most meat and potatoes as, as far as I'm curious to see what they're going to do because they're kind of in a box and um, it's cool that they're like, Oh, we got hit. Like is, um, What's what's the character played by Samuel Jackson? Windu? Yeah, Windu. Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Is he going to be in that? No, again, I think, it's to, 
I mean, again, unless they flash back, you know, like you were saying, um, it's supposed. I think it's supposed to be taking place after the events of Revenge of the Sith. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. So I, is Obi Wan gonna be able to leave the planet? Because he's watching Luke, right? Um, yeah. But again, you know, if he's gonna. What be about you? Vader, what are you most interested? In? I'm most excited about him. He's not fighting Vader. He can't yeah. fight Vader. Yeah. He can't fight Vader. Is in a New Hope. They meet each other again for the first time after where he says, no, I've been the master. Yeah. There's no fucking way they can meet. Yeah. That's why it's going to be flashbacks. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe they'll be like, Yoda it'll be, uh, they'll just be two separate shows, but it, you know, they're calling out Obi-Wan Kenobi, but they're going to have just Vader doing his shit and Obi-Wan doing his shit. And I don't know. I don't know how they can never meet. Or maybe but. they just announced it. They maybe they just announced it and now are fucking scratching their heads trying to figure out how they're gonna make this work. Yeah, could be, but I, I'm most excited about Andor, the the Diego Luna show, the you know the Rogue One spinoff. Um, I think that's, I think that's got the the most possibilities of, you know, expansion and just going to cool places and just that grittiness and 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 then having the the spy portion of it. I I think that's really cool. Um, but you know, the Ahsoka Tano show should be really good too. Cause, uh, again, just based on that episode of the Mando that you, uh, you haven't watched yet, it's, it's going to be really good. So, uh, I'm going to say her name wrong, but hold on. I'm going to say her name wrong. Is it Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Fucking A. Um, she's a pretty phenomenal actress. So I'm, it's exciting to see what she's going to do with that character. Yeah. But I, I, so I would, it, and I would like to see another Jedi, potentially her, have the same issue that Anakin had where he's falling in love with somebody that he's not supposed to be. And let's see somebody else deal with it. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a cool dynamic hmm. that they should explore. Yeah, I agree. That would be uh, that would be interesting. I was never, I always thought that was you know they, they again they put themselves in a box with that, but it was uh, you know I guess solid motivation for for Anakin's uh, change. But you know they obviously never got that deep into into the Jedi's in the original. But I you know that, that I felt they kind of put themselves in a box because again, if Jedi's are a bloodline, but Jedi's can't be reproducing then how 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 are how are we continuing this and that's why return uh the last jedi the the second movie in the the sequels was cool because they they busted that door down that you didn't have to be a damn skywalker to be a jedi you know i, I if no it, no no so that's now what the, the first movies show the error of the jedi and they that that's part of their problem is that and that's why they're not as, as strong as they were when, like, in the New Republic era. It's because they've kind of shut down areas of the Force that are good. And, and that's why the Skywalker story is so relevant, because here they thought they were doing it the right way. Yoda and everybody else thought they were doing it the right way. Don't do this. Protect yourself this way. And Qui-Gon is the first one to realize, hey, no, that's not how this should be. And that's why he's not on the Jedi Council. 
he he's kind of the rogue in all of this and so the the whole idea of family is central to the whole story except for these last three where it just fucking just totally falls apart and everything they had built up before because it's it's a skywalker jedi story that's what it really is and skywalker should be, should have been at the end of that not palpatine i, I just uh man Ugh. let's move on <laughs> i don't want to get you too wild up yeah but uh so let's move let's move out of the marvel shows um okay. and, and i know less about the marvel shows than than you're gonna have to help me out here yeah so the first one was one we've known is coming they've had commercials for that's the wanda vision show that's uh you know wanda maximoff and and vision and it seems like they're kind of in this uh alternate universe slash make believe mind of of wanda probably where you know and it looks like a pretty nutty show they've got you know kind of like this i love lucy setting and but then there it seems like they're going to be bouncing around a lot i mean i'm intrigued by it i wasn't never uh i i didn't really understand who or what vision was um I've talked about that and, and we talked about how I didn't really care for age of Ultron and his whole creation, but I, I'm intrigued by this. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, I think it's uh, it, it looks like they're trying to do enough cool stuff that it, it might be worthwhile. Yeah. I think Marvel does a better job of making characters uh, versus just a story. Um, and I think this one's going to be a real character-driven Doctor Who. I, when I look at it, I think Doctor Who. They're they're in different landscapes, different places, interdimensional stuff. Could be completely wrong, but th- those two are good enough actors to make me go, okay, I want to check this out to see where it goes. Yep. The next is another one that we knew was coming, um, was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, yeah. It was a, it's a... It's going to be out in March, and uh, Feige called it a feature film split up into six episodes. Uh, and uh, yeah, the 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 trailer for this is crazy. I mean, it's it looks like a Marvel movie. I mean, it's it's not. It, you know, Mando looks like a TV show at times, and uh-huh. uh, you know, but this literally looks like a. It's going to be a six-hour you know Marvel budgeted movie, which is insane. You know, if you can, you just think about, you know, when we're not, we just got into the Marvel stuff. And if you start thinking about how much money they're pouring into these shows, and again, we, we're going to yeah. get it for, they're, they're increasing the price of this Disney Plus to seven ninety nine, apparently. But it's, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, I don't, um, the, the news here was that it's only six episodes. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I thought this was going to be something... I get the sense that they're not continuing this. It's just going to be this and that's it. Um, are you getting that vibe too? Or is that for no, some I, reason I, I'm getting the sense that it's finite. It's not going to be revisited anymore. No, nah, I, I, I think, I think, it, you know, it's going to depend on where it ends up, but I, I don't see any reason why they couldn't do another six episodes, you know, next year. Um, but again, it, it depends on where the story is going and how it's going to intertwine with everything else. Because, as you know, all uh, you know, you're going to have to watch these shows, I believe, to keep in. You know, or th- maybe you're not going to have to, but these shows are going to 
lead into movies and we'll get to some of that and, and a couple of these other announcements they got to you know they're they're going to intertwine a lot and uh yeah well falcon's uh, going to be the new captain american right captain america right yeah i think they you know there there's some allusion to that in this trailer you know they're talking about you know he you know who's worthy of the shield and what have you so well it's interesting because he doesn't have any juice it's just the guy in a bird suit yeah the other thing that was interesting to me when i was watching this this trailer was yeah it seemed like falcon was the leader giving the orders to the winter soldier when uh you know he's more powerful he's got you know yeah he's got the super soldier serum or, or maybe, um inside of him yeah. but uh you know falcon's the one that's leading the way so um interesting yeah. uh the next was one i'm actually really interested in it's uh the uh, the loki series um it's basically gonna it seems like it's gonna take place you know in that end game when he just dis- he he picked up the tesseract and disappeared um it seems like it's going to uh, play off of that universe, and he's going to be jumping time. It, it seemed like a, again, a very odd. I you know there's Owen Wilson in this trailer, and he's very surreal, taken into the settings, and a lot of. It looked like there was a kind of a DB Cooper scene where he's jumping out of an airplane, like he's going to be Robin Banks or something. I, I don't know. This, this seems like it, again based on what Loki is and. Loki, yeah, Tom Hiddleston is just amazing as Loki. I, I'm I'm excited for this one. I think I think this has a lot of possibility to be a really, really amazing show. Yeah, no, I don't I don't disagree with it. Um, for whatever reason, I I'm more curious around the Marvel shows than I am the Star Wars shows. Hmm. Um, I can't explain it just yet, but um, I again I think the MCU is a better package and it's better storytelling right now. Loki yeah. definitely Loki's a character. Like I want to know what the show's going to, what, what are you going to put in it? Now, Owen Wilson in it is going to add a whole nother dynamic. I think, um, especially if he has to treat anything seriously in it, it's going to be, it's just going to be off the hook. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Um, it, the other thing that I'm wondering is whether or not the Loki series is going to intertwine in, into the movies. I guess I asked that question of all of the shows. Are they, is any, any of them going to go back and like bounce off events kind of like the shield did? I don't know if you watched the shield, but um, it's an interesting prospect. And again, you know, we talked about uh, maybe it's more of a Disney problem, but uh, you know, Loki was dead. He got killed. And then through the alternate timelines, of Endgame, now he's back alive and he's bouncing around. So, um, you know, Were I, and he gonna get a, he could go to alternate timelines and I guess run into Tony Stark and you know. There's uh, rumor that Tony Stark didn't actually die. Yeah, so they're bringing back Iron Man. Yeah. Um, again, another thing that you know they but they gave it a definite release date. Um, a movie I'm really fired up about uh, is Black Widow. Um, you know, Scarlett Johansson's standalone movie. It's obviously going to have some, a little bit more of her backstory and and her family in in Russia. Um, it's got my girl Florence Pugh in it, who I who I love, um, who I've told you several times you need to watch Little Drummer Girl. Um, so anyhow, I'm 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 fired up for this. It's also got uh, David, uh, what's his face from Stranger Things, David Ten- uh, David Harbor. 
from uh, from Stranger Things. Uh, yep. Big, big fan. May 7th. I hope uh, we can watch this in a theater. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, I, I was looking forward to that movie from the from the get. I, I can't believe it took them this long to do it, quite honestly. Yeah. yeah. The next one is, uh, again, one we've heard about, but at least I've heard about, but I know nothing about. Um, but it's Marvel, so I'm going to give it a chance. It's um, it's rap- Marvel released it. It's uh, revealed that it's wrapped its production on its film Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and it'll be out July 9th, 2021. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, so they're going deep, man. They're going deep. Marvel is taking some chances here now that they've established this lore. They're gonna go. They're gonna go deep, man. It's it's. Uh, I'm, they, they, I mean, obviously, obviously, they they've proven their metal that they can do crazy things with Guardians of the Galaxy, um, but uh, it, this how you know, important I'm, is it to do it right? Yeah, man, I mean, how important is, is it to do it right? Um, they also announced a release date for Doctor Strange and in, in the Multiverse of Madness, March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. That's a long time from now, but I, I didn't really care for that first Doctor Strange movie. I mean, I thought it was okay. I didn't really, I don't know. Wizards, I, 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 I like superheroes. Uh, wizards, yeah. Like Jedi. A little Harry Potter-ish. I, I mean, yeah, I guess I like Jedi, so I can't, can't totally uh, snuff out the wizards. But uh, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Eh. Not your thing? Yeah. So you're not watching the Witcher series on Netflix? No, no, I can't. You What's watch that? Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. That has sorceresses and wizards and stuff. You accepted that all the way through to the end. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, yeah, the, we've got the WandaVision multiverse. We've got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And then the next one is uh, some announcements they made around the next Spider-Man movie. Have you seen these? No. They are bringing back... Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Doctor Octopus. So they're doing they they're doing the multiverse. You know, the, there was the the cartoon, uh, the animated film um, that you know had the uh, Miles Morales and and that multiverse. I, it seems like they're going to try to do something like that within of the live action Spider Man universe. And uh, you know, again, can't we'll fault him for it, I guess. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll go see it. I didn't mind that multiverse Spider-Man. What was that one called? Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. And my, yeah, the it was best great. part about it is, is my six-year-old freaking loved it. Just yeah. loved it. It was great. It was great. You know, had Nicolas Cage and, you know, all kinds of crazy voices in there. It was good. So then uh, we knew about a Miss Marvel series, but they announced that Miss Marvel is going to be in the Captain Marvel 2 movie, but then she's also getting her own series coming late 2021. I don't know much about Miss Marvel other than uh, she's a cool character to play with on the Lego uh, Marvel superheroes game. Um, But apparently she's a newer character to the Marvel universe, but teenager kind of of the, uh, the Peter Parker uh, variety uh, superhero, but uh, she is um, Muslim, I guess as well. Um, so that's that'll be interesting to see how that uh, how that plays out. And they you know they expand the uh, the nationalities within the, the superhero universe. I, I'm interested to see that. I wanted to ask you was 
the Captain Marvel's uh, second movie. Mm-hmm. Are are they re bringing everybody back that was in the first one? Um, yeah, I believe so. Um, but I don't know that I. It's supposed to be set, I think, more in the present day ish it's not going to be another 90s movie you know like you know Mm -hmm. captain marvel was just a 90s homage um because the again i don't remember the characters names but captain marvel had a pilot friend who had a daughter uh african-american lady and her daughter and she was young at the end of the captain marvel movie i know that they've announced that uh there's an actress um who's also going to be in the wandavision show again they're crossing the streams here big time um is going to be in this in the Captain Marvel two movie, but she's she's grown up. She it seems like it's twenty ish years after the events of Captain Marvel, so um, it seems like that would be before the events of the Avengers and Endgame and what have you. If it's only twenty years, um, so I yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see where where they head with that. Again, that that first Captain Marvel movie was just a mess to me. I think it's probably the worst Marvel movie. But there was parts I enjoyed of it. Um, uh, so I'm sure I'll yeah. watch this too. I, you know, I, 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 I'm, but I, I'm, uh, I'm a little skeptical of it. But again, because, because I'm in and I know I've got to watch them all to stay up on the, you know, you got to watch the stinger to see what's happening in the next movie. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in. So yeah, they're doing it like they do comic books, right? They, yeah. they always got the next story ready. Yep. So the next one uh, is a Disney Plus series. They, now we're out of the, out of the movies again, but uh, the Hawkeye show with Jeremy Renner um, and Haley Stanfield or Steinfield um, as Kate Bishop. Um, this apparently follows a pretty uh, well-renowned uh, Hawkeye comic arc um, uh, that, done by Matt Fraction. So I, I'm uh, I'm interested to see this. I've heard a lot of good things from uh, from people I that know a lot about the comics that they're, they're excited about it. So uh, Renner is an interesting dude. Uh, he's been in the news a lot lately doing some weird shit. He's got his own app and he's recording pop albums and stuff. And I don't know, but uh, you know, I like him as Hawkeye. Yeah, I agree. I think he's, um, they definitely took an interesting chance with him in um, the end game with him, like going rogue into his uh, ninja mode. Where he's yeah, just Ronin. killing everybody, yeah. Ronin, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, it, the the thing I like best about him is that he doesn't take himself too seriously, and he knows he's the weakest. He's like the weakest link. Yeah. So it's cool that they give him the grounded, come sit with my family, a couple times. That's kind of they did it well with him. So I'm interested in this story. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one uh, was interesting um, that they're doing. They're going to make a She-Hulk TV show um, with Tatiana Maslany, who uh, is a uh, pretty well-known uh, actress. She was in um, a TV show that I watched the first couple seasons of before it jumped the shark. And I, I'm, I'm blanking on it at the moment, but uh I'm interested in it just because I, I I like her, but the concept I, I was not a fan of Smart Hulk um, in the in as the Avengers went on how how Hulk got smarter and you know was wearing glasses and stuff. So 
I, it depends on, I guess, the uh, the version of She-Hulk that we're getting. Oh, here. I didn't I, mind that. Oh man, I thought that was kind of silly. I mean, how much arc can you have with that with that dichotomy between them? You kind of had to mash them together into one one superhero. You don't think? I mean, Super I, Smart I, Hulk I, is pretty cool. No, I He's just get. I, I guess I just kids. like. I like I I just like Rage Hulk, you know. I just want him to beat, you know, smash. Um, I don't need him he cracking jokes. Pokes, pokes fun of it. It's kind of funny. Well, I mean, <laughs> it comes from the Ragnarok thing. Yeah, Marvel never yeah. takes itself too seriously. That's the best. Um, that's the best thing about it. So they can get away with a lot of that stuff. Whereas Star Wars, I think, does take itself seriously. So making funny haha movies i don't know if it's gonna work we'll see i guess yeah we'll see. um but uh i you know again i like tatiana maslani orphan black that's the name of the show just can't, just finally got it um she plays there it's a really crazy show there's like she plays like 12 different characters they're they're all clones she's a clone and all her clones are keep coming into her life and I don't know. It was a crazy show, but it, it kind of jumped the shark after about season two. Um, um, I think we've talked about this before, but uh, Oscar Isaac, uh, again, Poe Dameron, um, rumored to be uh, Moon Knight. Um, again, it's a kind of a lesser known Marvel character. Our, our one listener, um, my brother-in-law, is a big Moon Knight fan, loves Moon Knight. Um, so he's uh, he's excited about this. What do you think? I'll watch it because I think he's an excellent actor, but don't ever utter the words Poe Dameron to me again, because he (laughs) should have been fucking taken to the stockade and shot for his treasonous behavior. Um, Fucking started a mutiny in Star Wars. uh, And just, I can't believe I, that that's a thing. It's so at my brother-in-law's be, brother-in-law's behest, I started reading one of you know his favorite Moon Knight runs. Um, it's a pretty interesting character. I don't know how much you know about him, but he's he's kind of this schizophrenic, at least in this run, schizophrenic dude who uh, is being driven by this Egyptian god Kanshu for vengeance, uh, and he's basically you know just killing drug dealers and and you know the scum of the streets, and he's killing them um yeah so it'll be interesting to see you know it's a disney plus you know which doesn't have a whole lot of blood and gore and guts so how yeah, are they what, uh, we got to talk about that at the end yeah so how are they going to do that but um the next one i mean it's just the list just keeps going it's 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 insane secret invasion um uh, with uh it's going to have samuel jackson as as nick fury and ben mendelson who's one of my favorite actors from uh uh, he's an Australian guy from Bloodline, but he was he was in Captain Marvel. He was one of the 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 scroll, yeah, scrolls, Cree and the scrolls. I don't know. Um, he was one of the you know the guys that were ended up helping Captain Marvel in the end. Um, so yeah, but Secret Invasion. I've heard a little bit about this arc of the comics. Um, again, it's kind of around the Cree and Scroll War, I believe. Um, should be interesting. I, I again, I, I don't know how much juice Samuel L. Jackson has left uh, to carry things. You know, he's he's a badass motherfucker, but I 
I don't Isn't know. He 80? Yeah, he's getting a little up there and you know, he's kind yeah. of a parody. He's kind of a parody of himself at this point almost, you know. So, we'll see. The next one was uh, one I don't know much about called Ironheart. Um, it's uh, basically about a, a girl who creates uh, basically a better Iron Man suit. And um, so we'll see. I think that I don't know if that one's animated or not. I don't know much about that one. But so we'll move on, from, move on from that one. But then the next one is Don Cheadle returned to play War Machine in a series called Armor Wars about Tony Stark's tech falling into the wrong hands. That's kind of the theme. That's like the Death Star in, in Star Wars. Yeah, Tony Stark's tech <laughs> always into falls the into the wrong hands. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I, Are you I interested know. in that? Like, I'm I, not. I mean, again, we're getting too into the weeds. Yeah, that one that one seems like it could fall flat. But Don Cheadle, he's he's good. I don't know if he was. I, I mean, I like a lot of things he's done throughout his life. I, I, he was just always kind of like a side piece in the in the MCU. You know, he was just Tony's buddy. And I mean, to be honest, I liked uh, Terrence Howard's uh, you know portrayal in the first Iron Man better as Rhodey. But um, I don't know. Again. I'll probably have to watch it because, uh, you know, it's going to tie back in somehow. So then uh, there's a couple couple of goofy things. We have uh, James Gunn doing a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And then there's also going to be a series of short films called I Am Groot. Um, They're going to be short, you know, movies. It seems like they're going to be more uh, geared for kids. But the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special probably has some uh, has some solid potential to, you know, to probably it'll probably be a. A mockery of the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars one, yeah. That everyone. That's loves. exactly where I was going to go. Is that yeah. it's just a, it's just another shot at the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah, uh, but the the one thing that did uh, that that caught my eye, and again because I started reading comics recently, um, they did announce that Christian Bale uh, is going to be in the next Thor movie, um, and he's going to be playing a villain. <laughs> he's going to be playing the villain. <laughs> the villain gore the god butcher which uh again that was the first arc of comics i read a thor a thor arc um again called uh i believe it was called the god of thunder thor god of thunder um really really great artwork and, and and gore is a really cool villain um i don't know how they're gonna do chris i'm wondering if it's just going to be a voice or if it's going to be Christian Bale in like heavy, heavy makeup, or yeah. how they're going to do it, but um, I that that excites me. I think that that'll that's going to be really, really interesting. Um, but again, this this next Thor movie also has Jane Foster as Thor, at least in parts. Um, so uh, I'm all in. I'm all in for that. Yeah, me too. I think um, again, you like we talked about in our um, ratings show. Some actors just can pull it, and he's one that I will even I will go see. He's just uh, he can carry a carry a character. Yeah, uh, we also got uh, confirmation uh, that Mahershala Ali is going to be starring in the next Blade film. They're going to be doing a Blade film now. This might be the first movie that they're not. I don't think I don't think they're planning on tying this into the. I hope know, they don't to the whole bigger uh, MCU universe, but. Are you a Blade fan? Did you like Blade? 
I really liked the first one. I, you know, that was one of my first like DVD purchases. I, I just thought it was cool. I mean, yeah, was... I, I have it on iTunes. I think I, I have all three of them. I like the one with Ryan Reynolds and um, what's her name that uh, Jessica Biel married. Yeah, Timberlake. Um, just uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's fun. It's a ride. Yeah. It's uh, you know. Yep. They uh, they also announced the next ant- the name of the next Ant Man movie uh, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. I, I was wondering if that was a play on Quadrophenia, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we knew a new another Ant Man movie was gonna, was going to have to come sooner or later. Um, I enjoy, I the, the I mentioned the show Lovecraft Country earlier. The main uh, character from that, Jonathan Majors, is going to be uh, was announced as Kang the Conqueror. Um, as uh in that movie so that'll be interesting i don't have anything to add on that cool <laughs> yeah we're again we're just, I'm just near the end too far man it's I'm, I'm, too much i'm near the end uh they announced a new final a fantastic four movie you know that's going to be part of the marvel cinematic universe just let it die yeah let it die you can't have ever. a fantastic four movie without silver surfer yeah. figure that out yep. please uh, and then the last one, they announced that uh, Black Panther 2 will not, uh, they will not recast uh, Chadwick Boseman or, or T'Challa, excuse me, they will not recast uh, T'Challa. So obviously Suri or somebody else is going to have to take the mantle of the Black Panther. And uh, yeah, I'm exhausted. Oh, I thought they meant, I thought they meant that they had enough footage of him already doing it. Mm. No, maybe, maybe I, I, I assume that they're going to deal with his death. Maybe they'll have some of it, but I assume that he's going to, they're going to have to deal with his death and someone else is going to take the mantle, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I, That's I, crazy know. that he died. Yeah, it is. It is. It's uh very sad. But yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted after going through this list. Like I said, I, my, my biggest takeaway from this was, when when am I going to have time to watch, you know, Better Call Saul and, you know, other shows? I, well, I just, so you brought up a, a good point um, that I wanted to talk to you about because it's kind of a recurring theme in our reviews and, and I think it's fitting here it, is that this is Disney, right? There's no real, like, drama. There's no, like... Um, like show, like I, I guess, where's Mash? Where's Law and or um, L.A. Law? Where's West Wing? Where's the shows that like aren't around superheroes? Well, all they announced was Star Wars and Marvel. Where's the Ted Lasso? Where's the yeah? Where's the meat and potato shows that aren't just explosions and a guy in a cape? But when they announced the Mandalorian, did, I mean, did you did you ever think that it was going to be a space western and that it would work? I mean, it's it's literally like Gunsmoke set in the the Star Wars universe. I mean, it's well, I think they all will work. There's an audience for all of this, but I I just think that there's also an audience for just a good show that doesn't have superheroes or Jedi. You know what I mean? I, that's where I think 
what I was kind of hoping for was, okay, we're giving you Star Wars, we're giving you Marvel, but then we're also giving you some shows outside of those universes. Because all you have on Disney Plus is their huge catalog of kids stuff, Marvel and Star Wars. And then a little bit of National Geographic, I guess. But yeah. Where's I mean, the production or the investment in, you know, a different something else? Well, there was, I mean, not... again, so so Disney also owns FX. There was also a lot of announcements about FX. So, I mean, the, those shows are, you know, Disney is producing, but they're going Did to I miss FX. That? I, so I missed the FX portion of the... Yeah, I mean, there there's nothing groundbreaking here i mean they announced they announced atlanta's coming back which is a great show donald glover they renewed it's always sunny in philadelphia for four more years um oh i thought that show was canceled <laughs> um there's taika waititi's comedy about native american teenagers in oklahoma called reservation dogs okay um, so i guess i missed that i missed that uh, so why there's a why back. the last man series there's a shogun series um yeah, all so you care I, about, all you care about, is the Star Wars and the Marvel stuff. Maybe, maybe that's well. How. Yeah, there's also going to be. You didn't even uh, want to talk about Willow. <laughs> there's also going to be an Alien show, like a you know. Yeah, that looks interesting. Yeah, so I, I mean, this, this, again, wh- what was huge was again the, the, just just complete blowout and expansion of both these universes, which you know we we felt was coming for a while, but to just literally see them on this stage with all these logos behind them, it's like, again, just, just a holy shit moment for me. I mean, I, I was well, actually, they didn't set the stage for it to grow. They were actually saying they were going to slow down. I think there's a quote from the chairman of uh, Disney saying, okay, we're going to, we're not in the uh, quantity model. We're in the quality model. We're going to slow this way down. So he kind of set it up in the opposite direction and bam, well, all this stuff blew up. But I I wasn't counting, but I mean there was two movies announced, and everything else was a TV show in the Star Wars universe. Um, and again, that's direct result of the Mandalorian success. I mean, you can't you can't see it any other way. Um, but yeah, the 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 stuff we heard about a couple years ago, the Ryan Johnson trilogy, the Benioff and Weiss trilogy, um, nothing, no mention of that. No, no mention of that. No mention, yeah, no mention of a, of a Yoda movie. Um, Ryan Johnson should never walk into a Stop. Disney studio ever again. He should never, ever, ever be allowed to touch a Star Wars franchise ever again. Stop. Come on! Oh my God, I don't understand why you were allowing him to destroy your childhood. My. Uh... Well, it's not, the childhood was destroyed by the prequels, okay? But, but what does it? But what does it say that you hated those th- those those three movies so much that you're 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 still in and you're willing to, you know, to again? None of these revolve around Ray or Poe Dameron or Finn, so maybe that's why you're in. Did you notice that too? That they <laughs> none of those characters are in any of this shit because yeah. it's all horrible. It's all crap. You know what I want? I want what I want. I want the uh, the Forest Whitaker show about the guy in Rogue One. Lies, deception. Yeah. I want that guy. Yeah. I want a show about that dude because I, I that seemed like a weird 
uh, side mission that they they spent ten minutes on that was probably supposed to be forty five minutes of the movie that they just kind of cut out. I, th- I think, but yeah, the, he he's an interesting dynamic. And, and if there's a knock on Rogue One, is what they like that he's just kind of this passing thought. Saul Guerrero, right? Saul, yeah, yeah. Uh, Saul, Saul something. Yeah. Better call Saul because he's yeah. got that Ngala or whatever the fuck the thing's called and it can tell, make you tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. Might oh, go yeah, crazy, got, though. Yeah, he's got that other yeah, thing you can read his mind. Yeah, it's like, Kubala! Lies! Yeah, you, don't, that just, you don't need that. Like, that's, that's where Star Wars kind of runs amok. Why not just have a piece of technology that will make you tell the truth? Instead yeah. of just some animal that they've tamed, just yeah, makes some no sense. Floating orb with needles. Yeah, that, that, yeah, exactly. You already had the model. Yeah. Um, so, which side are you more interested or intrigued by? Are you more interested in seeing where Star Wars goes or where Marvel goes? That's a really good question. I, I think. I think my heart will always be with the Star Wars stuff just because it's what I grew up with more. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see, you know, we've talked about this in previous podcasts, how incredible of a feat it was for Marvel to put all these movies together and, and literally have them intertwine and play off one another and, and it all worked. And if they're going to continue with that, w- with the, all the TV shows and the movies, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that's going to work. Because at some point, it, I just can't imagine that, it, that it's going to continue to work. But, I mean, I, I've been wrong before. And I, it's just – so I, I think I'm most intrigued to see how those are all going to still fit together, if that's the plan. Um, and the, again, these Star Wars shows are all kind of, other than the three Mandalorian shows, they're all kind of one-offs and they don't really tie in other than they tie into the greater story on the whole. Um, so just to, just my curiosity and in, in how they're going to keep this string of hits of Marvel going, I think it has me more intrigued than the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I, um, I agree. and and. M- a little more simplistic in that I think the Marvel universe and, and the shows that they're talking about so much more character driven, they're going it, to, it, you know, it's going to be about the people. Whereas the star Wars stuff, it's, it's, I, again, I think they're going to screw it up a little bit because of who's running that organization. And uh, I'm, I, I'm bitter and, and don't, care for it as much as as i used to which makes me sad well and again if 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 the creators that they have behind these shows um you know obviously favreau filoni um but you know leslie headland uh patty jenkins um the tony gilroy if they're allowed to do their thing without you know a, a lot of notes I, I think these could be fantastic and yeah i would love to see a comedy you know like show, give me you know give me an give me an office type show of shit going on in the in the galactic republic senate get you know i let's do it I mean, why not 
Um, <laughs> I'd rather see the construction workers on the Death Star. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, they, there's there's a hundred shows just in that in that robot chicken. You know that. Oh yeah. You know that. Yeah. Sarlacc pit. Yeah. <laughs> Love that robot chicken. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, let's let's do it. Let's let's get crazy. And uh, but um, yeah. So that's about it for uh, for this one. Do you have anything else you wanted to want to talk about tonight? Mm. Are you watching anything else? Well, so I I think we should do like maybe read a Marvel comic thing and, and do a review on that because I'm so excited that you're reading comic books. Yeah. I haven't read a comic book in a little while. Yeah, or a comic so, book series, I should say. Yeah, I, again, I this this Marvel uh, Marvel Unlimited that I you know I heard about and and they have a great special going on now. I think it's like sixty bucks for the year. Um, you know, it's great. I mean, you can just search a character, you can search an arc and it's got, it's got every Marvel comic ever, ever written as far as I can tell. Um, so I had a couple of things recommended to me and I I started with again, Thor God of Thunder. I, I, if you wanted to read that, I would love to break that down. I think it's incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm into the moon Knight now. I'm moving on to a couple other things. I got a couple of Hulk ones I want to read and um I, I that's that's what i i for some reason uh that's the only time i've only thing i've had time for recently a lot of things in life uh have been cropping up um but i've had you know about a half hour every night before i close my eyes where i've been uh, i've been reading comics and i'm, do you, I'm loving um, it do you have a favorite comic book character that you're or are you, you know, just kind of again i mashed into all of it I didn't, I didn't grow up with comics for, for one reason or another. I was into star Wars. I didn't read comic books. I mean, I, I knew, obviously knew what they were and, and saw them from time to time, but I just was never into it. So the, you know, these Marvel movies are basically my introduction into comics. And so, uh, I, no, I don't really have like a favorite character. I, again, I, the highest recommendation I heard was for this Thor God of Thunder from, uh, another uh, podcast I, I listened to binge mode um and i i loved it um so i'm I'm intrigued to continue on um with the, those uh uh those writers um but uh yeah i I'm, I'm interested in all of it you know i like thor i like hulk um some of the x-men stuff i want to get into because i don't know much about oh, the yeah. x-men yeah um, that that's a rabbit hole man yeah but it's a lot. I mean, there's so much out there. It's incredible. If you look, just look through Marvel Unlimited, like, I mean, you could spend years, years, like, consecutive, and, and not even put a dent into what they have out there. And I, I, the, the thing I'm worried about with it is, again, I, I'm just going to be constantly looking for recommendations because I, there's so much out there that I just don't know what you know, what's good, what's bad. You know, it seems like there's a lot, but maybe, maybe most of it's good. I, I don't know. Um, it's hard to, it's oh, hard no, to there's know. bad. There's yeah. some bad, but um, yeah, but like Spider-Man and Daredevil, yeah. Punisher, those are all great. G.I. Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so a lot maybe, over there. Maybe we can do something like that. But uh, did you, uh, how, how are you doing with the Americans? Did you start watching that? Yeah, so I'm uh, five or six episodes in. Um, 
it's it's good. It's not a show that's like I gotta I, I gotta see the next one. I gotta see the next one. But um, I really like um, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell is phenomenal in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, quite honestly, I've never seen her in a role like this. Never thought she would do a role like this. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I didn't know her in that show. She started off when she was a teenager or whatever, Felicity, Felicity. or whatever that was. Um, I do remember her from We Were Soldiers. She was a wife in that. Um, but, um, yeah, she's she's phenomenal. Uh, her husband, Matthew Reyes, I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying that right. I'm probably it's, not. I think it's, I believe it's Reese, Matthew Reese. Yeah. Reese, Matthew Reese. He's, he's very likable. Um, I, I, I think he plays that role. And, you know, he plays it with such heart. Like you mm-hmm. can tell that he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Carrie's a little bit more on the fence for me. Like she's so committed to, at this point, I don't know where the show's going to go, but at this point she's very committed to the Russian, you know, being a KGB agent and he's, kind of on the fence. I was surprised by how fast that happened. Um, and then one of my favorites is Noah Emmerich, the way he's mm-hmm. playing the FBI agent, he's kind of cool, calm, collected in every situation, um, is awesome. And then like the way he is with his wife is, it's just, Oh no, now I see where his life is fucked up. It's with his wife. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. The knock I have on the show is I'm a couple episodes into it and already like care. Uh, and I don't know their character names, but so I'll use their real names, but Carrie and Matthew, who are the two agents for mm-hmm. the KGB, they're having these relationship issues. And again, you know, it's like, Oh, I can't believe you slept with that guy or let that guy beat you or whatever. And, like, I mean, come on, you guys have been doing this for 20 years, 20 years or something like that, where the show mm-hmm. started. And he's still having this reaction. Like, come on, dude. She's an agent. You're an agent. You're getting, you're having sex and doing all these wacky things with people just like she is. And then for him to behave the way he does sometimes or the way she does sometimes, I mean, well, I get it. You got to have that drama. But where is the, I mean, where's the consistency? Where's well, the, and- you guys have been at this for 20 years, guys. I don't I don't know when it comes up, but they give you they give you a lot of backstory. Um I mean not a lot, but they give you the backstory. And um so I might be able to so she is I've gotten to the point where it's a you're you know that she was basically with another guy. When mm-hmm. she first got there, um he was like a fanatical socialist basically turns on his own country and and is helping her they were like together i don't really know what happened to um the husband's husband at that time Mm -hmm. but again i mean well so what 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 they're gonna get to is obviously it's they are agents and it was an arranged marriage for all intents and purposes. They, and they have never really 
had love for each other, but it's it's all about this this facade they had to put up. They they obviously they had sex so they could have kids and and put on this facade. That was all part of the plan. And um it's gone on for so long that he feels that they are actually married where she feels it's just still a job for her. And and we see that you see that uh these kind of diverging uh feelings of, with each other that um it become you know it's the central tension of the show um it becomes that that is the main story not you know who they're spying on and who are they killing and putting in a suitcase this week i mean it's um and that's what's great about the show is that it's yeah it's more it's more of a relationship drama packaged within a spy show there there is this great scene where she basically says you know for the first uh, it's around the around him so she was with that KGB socialist guy that was an American, and he says mm-hmm. to um, Ray, Ray is that, hey, um, I was with your wife before you were even part of the picture, and you need to let her go. You need to get away from her. And it puts Reyes in a bad mood, and, and they have this great conversation outside, um, meaning Carrie and Matthew. They have this great conversation, and Carrie says, look, I was a different person then and I was, I needed help. I needed somebody that could pay attention to me and and know who I am and and be able to be alone with. And that was that person. And I had strong feelings for that person. I didn't have those feelings for you then, but I'm starting to have them for you now. And that's Mm -hmm. what matters. And and it's a great scene. It's very powerful. I also wanted to make a comment on one of the coolest things that, they did was um, they brought in that there's a there's a administrator that was doing some illegal stuff and the FBI have, have turned her to help help them up and one of the last episodes I saw they actually knock out the head ambassador knock out meaning convince everybody that he's a traitor and he's being sent back to Russia mm-hmm. and um, the way they did it was just super cool and she's a very strong actress um, mm-hmm just very cool to watch yeah um yeah she's uh so, she becomes she becomes a kind of a gets a greater role going forward in the next couple of seasons the one thing i did want to mention you know you were talking about the the, the african-american socialist guy who uh carrie russell's elizabeth it's elizabeth and philip they were uh, that she was sleeping with that what may not have been clear there is you know they the two of them came over together and have been in this this faux relationship the whole time. So when you see them, you know, in the past and she's sleeping with the the black guy, that's, you know, she's doing that while she's still married to Philip in the past. But again, she was with the other guy just on the side, but, you know, she didn't think it mattered to Philip because again, it's, this is all an act. It's all a game. Um, and it's all for, you know, mother Russia. So, um, and yeah, maybe he didn't know about it, but that was, you see that that's how the, how the game was played for her. You know, she felt like she, you know, she loved, and she loved that dude. She didn't love Philip, but she was in this relation, you know, she's in this relationship. She had to have kids with him. She, 
it's just it's a, it's a crazy mind bending thing, and it, you know the the stories are that this stuff actually happened. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. that, you know, that there were sleeper agents like this, and that they spent years here, um, you know, under assumed personalities, and it, it's crazy to think about. And again, now the it, you also can't imagine that the, you know this show goes on for six years, and the the things that these two get into without ever getting caught, you know kind of got to suspend a little disbelief, but yeah. Um, uh, it's I mean, that's show. the case with all of these shows, right? Breaking bad is the yeah. same. There's parts where you're like, Whoa. Um, but you know, it, it's piqued my interest. Um, mm-hmm. Quite honestly, I'd rather read comic books, I guess, but that sounds really interesting. Um, did you hear about this video game that came out? Cyberpunk. 2077 did you hear anything about it i've just been seeing commercials for it but i you know it's i i wish i don't I, like i said I, I barely have time for uh watching tv shows so video games are f- so far off my radar at this point um uh, i but, um yeah i it's probably not even worth talking about so there's so many media things that i'm into video games tv shows books comic books uh podcasts i mean the list is endless there's just not enough time yeah. for everything that you want to touch and see and be a part of it's it's really getting saturated you got to really pick and choose what you're really into um i guess i'm coming up on my 45th birthday and i have to i got to start wearing reading glasses so <laughs> yeah. it's um it's getting bad yeah yeah, um, getting old sucks. I, uh, I started wearing the glasses a couple years ago, and I can't. I, I when I take them off now, I'm like, holy shit, I'm blind. But yeah, I, it, and then yeah, when I watch the kids play video games now, I'm like, I used to be so. I used that's all I used to do, and I'm like, you punks, get, quit playing the video games. Turn them off. Damn it. Yeah. You know. So anyhow, that's about all I got for tonight, man. You, uh, you got yeah, anything else? I hear you. I appreciate you running down those lists. I am excited for a lot of it, but some of it I think is just going to fall to the wayside going back to our Disney conversation. It just, it just can't all work. There's just no way it can't all work. And and we've seen obviously the, the new star Wars movies, like you said, weren't, didn't, uh, didn't hold, hold the water. So, you know, if they hit on, if they hit on 60% of this, I think it'll be seen as a success. Um, yeah. but, I, I, I would guess that they're probably going to do a little bit better than that. I, for you and me, one final comment. We, we crave movies outside of this genre too, yeah. or shows outside of this genre, like the ones we were just talking about where it's really a human drama. And, and, and I just, I think Star Wars especially struggles with it. They, they, they don't like putting their wizards or the characters that surround them in difficult situations it's always solve it with a lightsaber or or blast it um and well and like have a hard time getting out of that model and like we said there's uh it's hard they have a hard time uh you know it's hard it's hard to understand the stakes because no one ever dies so um right uh you know cut a guy in half he's coming back I don't know. I mean, Hans, it, it, there's another one. Han Solo, they, they killed him, but they had to bring him back just to give, uh, you know, Adam, Adam Driver some more, uh, 
you know, I mean, he did, he was still dead, but they brought him back into the, in the movies just so that he, they could give him a little more motivation. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it would be interesting to see. I, I, again, I, I fear for the star Wars stuff a little bit more than the Marvel stuff, but I, I, I hope it succeeds because I love Mando so much and I want more. So. Yeah. And I will try to get through how many, how many episodes are there in the second season? Eight? The seventh, the seventh just premiered today, and it was a banger. It was awesome. So you got to, you got to get get through it this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. All right, brother. Well, say uh, we'll say good night to everybody. Hopefully, everybody stays safe. I I think I'm only talking to one person right now. Um, But uh, yeah, we'll talk to you. See ya. All right, take care. That concludes the show. Thanks everyone for listening. We'd love to get your support and your opinion of the podcast, so please subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Deep Shots Pod and on Facebook, Deep Shots Podcasts. Email your comments, opinions, and future show suggestions at deepshotspod at gmail.com. Stay safe. Much love. Bye.